Hi, my name is Isabella Johnston, the Intern Whisperer. Our show is brought to you by Employers for Change, and today's tip of the week is that we continue our discussion on unconscious bias. We want to give thanks to Bailey Rainers with BuiltIn.com for the list. Now, we're still addressing the need to maintain diversity in hiring goals, and you want to seek out diverse sources of talent by opening up positions to remote candidates, which broadens the candidate's pool to include people of varying life experiences and targeting different groups. You want to target historically Black colleges and universities. They're referred to as HBCUs and Hispanic colleges. Be sure to look at veterans, individuals with disabilities, and those that are internationals. You want to visit our blog page at www.e4c.tech, and you'll find a list of these great organizations and institutions, along with Employers for Change, to help you with your staffing needs. Welcome to the Intern Whisperer. Our show is all about the future of work. Here. Okay, welcome to the Intern Whisperer. Our show is all about the future of work and innovation. And today's guest, I'm so excited. She's a personal friend. Her name is Ashley Elliott. She is launching her own startup. Could not be more excited and certainly want to be supportive. Uh, it is called Pick Happy Holistic Wellness. I look forward to being a customer. Ashley's background and experience excels in serving others. She has over 20 years of experience serving the Orlando community. She's a um, Her background includes technical recruiting, sales, marketing, and management, everything you need to run a business. And she loves building relationships and helping people succeed. As a new entrepreneur, she is taking her passion to helping others gain wholeness through holistic health that is developed through her coaching and wellness lifestyle company. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Isabella. I am so excited. I, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I know. This is great because I have listened to you talk about health and how important it is. And your passion, it just has always resonated with me. I didn't have the funds at that time to be a customer, but I look forward to being a customer. You got it. Mm -hmm. I'm here to help. Yes. So our show is always about education, innovation, and the future of the industries and jobs. So now that you have that framed, um, we always kick off the show with tell us five words that describe you and why those five words. And the first word is holistic. Is that what you shared with me? That why means. holistic? It's it's wholeness. It's all about not just what you eat or what how you exercise, but it's also how you manage your stress and what are your relationships like. So mind, body, spirit, they're all connected. It's it's one whole person. Mm. That is succinct and true because if we don't pay attention, obviously, to diet, rest, and I don't know, exercise, what is that? That isn't existent in my life still yet, but working on it. Anyway. You have to have all of those elements to feel healthy. Yeah. Yeah. How about compassionate? I care for mm -hmm. too many people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My husband tells me I have to stop giving. Oh, no. <laughs> well, maybe he just means that you don't have to stop giving, but just kind of check yourself. Yeah. 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 I'm, a, I'm addicted to donating oh. time and money. Yeah. People time is everything. It is. It is. And it's the only thing that's a limited asset. Everybody yeah. has the same amount of time in a day. Very true. How is it that we don't learn that until we get a little older in life, right? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Time management should definitely be a class. I don't even know if it's time management. It's more about valuing time. Yes. 
Because I think when I was in my 20s, I could understand the concept of time management and certainly was good at it. But I don't think I valued it as much as I do later. Yeah, no, I agree completely. And it's also where you spend your time. Are you, you know, there's, there's a saying and it's something along the lines of like, you work all the hours in a day, but your family's not going to necessarily be there when you get done. Yeah. So to speak. Yeah. And you know, that isn't what shows up at your funeral either. (laughs) Exactly. Pick what you, you know, really matters in life. How about empathetic? Why did you pick that one? Um, because I'm an empathetic person. I feel people's feelings. I, I don't know how to explain it, but you know, if, if you're sad, I can pick up on that and it's, it's just an intuitive gift. So to speak. Mm -hmm. That was like an avatar. Yeah, <laughs> I could feel or in Guardians of the Galaxy, one of my yeah. favorite movies, too. <laughs> yeah. They could feel what the other person was was actually saying in their life. How about honest? Honesty is key. So integrity. how do you define that? Um, integrity, doing doing the right thing when no one else is looking, mm-hmm. um, doing what you say that you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would agree with you. Um, integrity. I sometimes, you know, we think we're people that are honest. And for me, I know that I've run a few red lights or turned the corner without fully stopping. And, you know, that's not honest. So I feel like we need to strive for doing better. Yeah. You know, setting the example for, you know, when nobody sees us, if you will. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So your last word was kind. Why kind? Um, Because I think kindness is key. Um, I think if we, you know, treat people the way that we want to be treated. And, you know, the grandmother rule, treat people like you want your grandmother to be treated. Mm. Um, That all comes down to kindness and the world needs more kindness. Yeah. I know that anybody, you know, it takes seven touches for a person to be, you know, felt and seen and, you know, heard and valued. I've actually read that. Yeah. And it can be where not necessarily physical touches, but certainly that makes a difference. That connectivity, touching the skin to skin is always good. You know, like holding somebody's hand or physical touch, patting their little face or whatever. Yeah. I say that because of, you said grandmother and I went, wow, there's a lot of elderly that are just starved for the human connection and touch. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I, I just saw something on Facebook the other day that was like a uh, trick or treat at a nursing home because so good. they, they're just lonely. You know what I mean? And it makes them so happy just to see the little kiddos running around. So we should probably take the candy there and leave them a candy. Yes. And some of it yeah. should probably be sugar-free in case they're diabetic, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Something like, or maybe take fruit. I don't know. Yeah. Fruit would be a good choice. Yeah. That's a healthy <laughs> choice since we're talking about, you know, health and holistic exactly. health and stuff. Yeah. That would be good. All right. Well, tell us where you went to school. How did you get uh, started your first job to where you are now? Tell us for sure about Pick Happiness Holistic Wellness. I've got it. (laughs) So um, I actually was a student here at Valencia. Okay. Snaps for Valencia. (laughs) I got my AA degree here and um, I was was going for elementary education. I wanted to be a teacher. I can see that. Yeah. Love kids. <laughs> they're they're amazing. Um, so I wanted to be a teacher and I got accepted to Florida Atlantic, uh, down in Boca, and I found out I was pregnant. Oh wow. So I stayed here and I got into sales. Um, I worked for two men in a truck. So I started with I love them. that company too. They always move me. <laughs> they're amazing. They're amazing. And it, and it's such a good story too. Um, very entrepreneurial in spirit. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, I started with them as an office manager, worked my way or as a customer service rep, worked my way up to office management. And by the time I left, I, I was running eight trucks on the road, knew where they were, you know, Hey, your truck's going to be late, you know? So it was, it was a lot of fun and I really enjoyed it. And then I got into it staffing. Um, so I was an it recruiter, um, for about eight years, um, and went from IT staffing to, um, a software development company called Informulate and they're that I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah we should give a shout out. Yeah. His it's Rajiv Menon is our CEO. Um, he's actually been on your show as well. Yes. I was so going to say that good job. Know a little bit about him. Um, but yeah, so software development company, um, I, I do sales marketing, um, event management is really kind of a key one. Um, so we do a lot there and then in, so, and then I, I'm starting this. So kind of a little background in 2009, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. What is that? It is in the IBS family, which is irritable bowel syndrome. So ulcerative colitis is inflammation of the colon, which is your large intestine. So it's kind of like having a a stomach flu all the time. Um, Mm. It's incredibly painful. Um, and it's not, it's not fun. So, um, I got diagnosed with that and I I did all the things I was scared. I had an atopic pregnancy or, you know, who knows what was going on. Very uncomfortable. And I went and I saw GI and I was diagnosed with UC and he gave me my prescription and told me to start taking a, a probiotic and sent me on my way. So that's what I did. I took my medicine. Everything was fine. It was under control. It was in remission. Fast forward to 2016 and I got pregnant with my youngest and my body did not like that. It was definitely um, a rough pregnancy. My colitis flared the whole time. Um, I was on prednisone, which is a steroid. Oh man, don't even talk about that drug. It's bad. Yeah. For and, and, you know, being pregnant, it's like, I don't want to be on this. What can I do? And then I got gestational diabetes. So I just went through the the gamut with it and, um, had to change my diet some because of the gestational diabetes. So learned a lot there, um, about blood sugars and, and this and that. Um, and then after I had the baby, I didn't get better. Um, it took a year. My, my doctor said, give it a year. You know, it takes a year to make a baby. So give your, your body a year to adjust. So I took that year and just didn't, didn't get significantly better. So my cousin is a, uh, a chiropractor and she's always, you know, been in holistic medicine. She's a midwife. She's amazing. So she advised for me to look into an anti-inflammatory diet. So I looked into an anti-inflammatory diet and it's uh, like no cheese, no bread, uh, no dairy, no dairy, gluten, uh, soy, corn. So I was like, how am I going to have scrambled eggs without milk? Like you can't have scrambled eggs without milk, but you can. Yeah, I've used water. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it's just a matter of beating. But so, you know, just all those things that you're you're just like, what am I going to do? And a very, very good friend of mine has, um, autoimmune conditions and she was another one who was just a saving grace. Um, so I don't know what I would have done without the two of them. So in September of 2018, I cut out gluten, dairy, sugar, soy, corn, um, anything that comes in a box. I pretty much went to fruits, 
vegetables and lean proteins. So, um, chicken, turkey, seafood, I, I don't eat red meat, never, never have. Um, so that didn't have to cut that out, which was easy to do. Um, and upon doing that, I lost like 30 pounds. Well, wow. I went from a size seven to a size one in dress pants. You look tiny. Yeah. But it was all inflammation. Like it was just all this inflammation that my body had carried around for so long. And I felt amazing. Amazing. Best sleep I've had in my life. My energy levels are through the roof. Um, I started exercising because then I was like, oh, I've lost all this weight. Now I'm flabby. So I got to get, got to get in shape. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started doing yoga and going to the gym and I was never, never a workout person. I, I would rather have done anything than go to a gym. It was not, not me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a big change. Um, but it was a lot of fun. And I, like I said, I mean, like it was fun to learn all the things and upon learning all the things it's, it's kind of like you go down this rabbit hole, um, of information and it's, it's like, Oh, well, why does the government like let this happen? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. These foods make people sick and then they need medicine and then the medicine makes them sick and they need more medicine. And like, this just isn't, isn't right. Um, and that's really what, what sparked me wanting to help other people who, so they don't have to go down the rabbit hole, alone, mm-hmm. you know, because it is a lot of information. And when you have someone that you can just talk to and can kind of point you in the right direction and talk you off the ledge is, is a good thing to have. So yeah. that's, that's what I want to do. I just, I want to help people who have either gotten a recent like IBS diagnosis or have IBS issues, you know, nobody okay. What is IBS? Irritable bowel, bowel syndrome. Okay. So nobody wants to talk about poop, but yeah. we can do that here. We can do that here. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, you know, everybody does it. Everybody has it. And mm-hmm. you know, your poop says a lot about what's going on in your body and in Mm -hmm. your, in your gut and your microbiome and more and more studies, you know, are showing that your microbiome is like your second brain. I've read that. I've been reading things like that and that we're talking about everything. And when we say gut, we mean stomach and all of the intestines, right? Not yes, not that's your gut microbiome, but there's also microbiomes in your mouth on your skin, like your whole body is one microbiome. So we actually have more microbes than we do human cells. Mm. So it's, I know it sounds crazy. It's like, it sounds like little creepy crawler things all over us. It is, but they're just so small that you can't see them, but they protect you from so many things, Um, you know, and, and really having a healthy microbiome helps you to have a healthy immune system, to have a healthy you know, circulatory system, digestive, all the things. So, so did your whole family have to change um, their, the way they, did you choose that for them? And like, was, because you don't have to have dairy. We have non-dairy milks and things like that. So you can still have your scrambled eggs. I don't know if it eliminates nuts and you have to stick with seed milks. I mean, those are all things that are out there. All options. So, I mean, there's, you could do oat milk. You can do goat milk. But can you do oat milk if you can't do grains? Because isn't, aren't oats a grain? It is. It is. So if you cut out, so I did this for about eight weeks, so about Mm -hmm. two months 
Um, I was very strict with it. Like didn't like, wouldn't even like lick my son's jelly off of his knife because there Mm. was sugar in it. And I couldn't do that because this is how I had to be now. Um, I've since then given myself some grace. So I've learned, learned through the process. Um, so as far as like oats go, it depends on, you know, what kind of oat milk you're getting. If you're getting a dollar 99 oat milk, then it's probably not going to be as good of quality as if you get an organic non-GMO, you know, 599 oat milk. Yeah. So it, it's really more about the ingredients that are in it than the oats themselves, because mm-hmm. oats are fine mm-hmm. if they're made in a way where they're, where they're not as processed. So that's where, that's where it gets interesting. Like if you look at the food pyramid, you know, the food pyramid was made in the fifties and it hasn't been adjusted since then, but our food sources have changed so much. Like the grain that you got in the fifties and the wheat that you got in the fifties is a way higher quality than the wheat that we get today Hmm. because it's made so cheap. You know, I didn't even think about how the food pyramid had changed, but you're absolutely right because what we eat, I mean, they should still be those basics, but they've been modified and enhanced and diminished in different ways. So it's not always the same. Yeah. So it's just like data, you know, when you, when you put your data into your computer system, you know, the, the output that you're going to get from that data is only as good as, or from that system is only as good as the data you put in. So, you know, good input equals good output. So, you know, if you fuel your body with good things, then you're going to feel better. Yeah. And everybody's different, you know, like there's a lot of people who don't have a gluten sensitivity, but the the only way to really know that is to eliminate it and then reintroduce. So So how would you know that though? What are the signs? What are the signs? Um, Brag fog, headache, fatigue. Um, The first time that I ate pasta after not eating pasta for, you know, six months. How long does it take to flush out? I, it depends yeah. on the person, I would say. And, and how diligent I would say they are. But I'm going, is it three weeks? Is it four weeks? Like, Yeah. So usually you can do a recommend, um, like an elimination diet in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say three weeks is a, is a fair kind of baseline. Um, if you can go three to six months, that's better. Mm-hmm. Um, but three weeks is a good gauge because you're going to know, like you, you'll feel it. Um, some so people... what would I eliminate? Obviously sugar yeah. and you said packaged goods. So no kettle cooked chips. Mm-hmm. I get that. Um, you said no dairy, no dairy. Uh, does that include eggs? Do they fall under dairy? No eggs are a protein. Okay. Um, and I would recommend a pasture raised. I've read that egg. too. Yeah. Versus because. Yeah. The cage-free, you know, like, yeah, they have like one little square of their whole pen that's outside and then they can be cage-free because they can go outside if they want to, but it's literally like a four by four. Yeah. It's the size of their little cage anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So no dairy, um, no grains. Gluten. Gluten. Okay. So anything with gluten would be grain, like grains. Yeah. Obviously bread, pasta. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's some that are like, you could do cassava flour, almond flour. Those are non-green, you know, um, substitutions. Mm -hmm. So breads, um, pasta, rice, and some rice, rice rices, I think it's considered to be gluten-free, but I would still, 
include that in your elimination. Are potatoes gluten-free? No. Sweet oh, potatoes so are gluten-free. Oh, so that's why they eat those. Yeah. So sweet potatoes are gluten-free and there's even white sweet potatoes. There's purple sweet no potatoes. Way. There are. And the white sweet potatoes are sweeter than a orange sweet potato. Hmm. That's intriguing too. Did not know this. All right. I'm learning a lot. <laughs> and obviously I'm asking questions because I want to take this as a challenge. And I think that's what you should do as one of your launches in there is like, take the challenge for three weeks to do, you know, an elimination of whatever. I will sign up to do that. All right. Yeah. I will hold you to it. Okay. But I want you to really do it. <laughs> like make, make it on that I'm not on Facebook much, but I would do this because you're on Facebook and you know that's where you're you're going to post the challenge, I guess. If you do it on LinkedIn, it's more public and that's way more accountable for me. So I would be more inclined if you made it on LinkedIn as well as Facebook. All right. I okay. can definitely do that. Okay. I gave <laughs> you an incentive too. All right. So you know, the ability to lose that much weight is obviously a super high incentive, but the ability to feel better is way more appealing. And and I'm sure that this impacts your joints, right? Yeah. So um, interestingly enough, with ulcerative colitis, rheumatoid arthritis goes hand in hand. It's another um, yeah, inflammatory disease. So I did have a lot of joint pain. Mm -hmm. um, and it, and it, it definitely, it, I mean, I used to wake up every day and like my lower back hurt and I just thought, oh, I'm just getting older. You know, this mm -hmm. is what happens. And my lower back pain now is only if I go to the gym and go hard. So mm. it helped with that. Like my sinus congestion. All I was going to ask that away. too. You're like, you know, then you don't have all of that feeling like you've got stuff in your head. Yeah. I always, always congestion, phlegm, all the things. And when I cut out dairy, that's, that's what made But it I do fun. love cheese. I know. I loved cheese too. Goat cheese. I love but goat cheese. So do um, like a buffalo mozzarella mm -hmm. instead of, you just kind of want to stay away from the cow base. And this is always a big discussion with my father-in-law because he's like, there's nothing wrong with milk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, humans are the only species to consume another species milk. Um, especially after infancy. Yeah. So if you just look at nature and, and what nature does, this is not a natural thing mm -hmm. for humans to be doing. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. There's plenty of things. If you like ice cream, there's fruit based sorbets and there's no, I don't think there's dairy in there. No. Yeah. No, sorbets are usually good. Um, there's also, you know, you have the supplements, you have a coconut milk or an almond milk, um, or even an avocado based ice cream. Hmm. Things to try. Okay. These all sound super, super good. All right. So we're, we're staying back as to why you started this business. It's definitely the reasons that you just shared, you know, it improved your health, but you know, now you're going to be able to help so many others. I'm very excited about that for you. What else is the future holding here for you as, because we're going to switch to another question here soon, but is there anything else that we need to know? Because I think you told us the name of the company, but we should say it again. Pick Happy Holistic Wellness. Okay. And yep. And you're going to be getting your website up there soon. I know. Website, website should be up. Yeah. Very, very soon. I am, I do have a Facebook group already established. I've had that for like 
two years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, definitely have, it's been something I've wanted to do. Is it public? Can people find yeah. it? Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's good to know. We'll make sure that we share this with the audience and all of the show notes so that people can find you then. Um, all right. Anything else we should know before we switch to our next question? I don't think so. All right. Hardest lesson that you learned that changed your life? Um, that life is short. My father passed away when I was 14. Um, and in the following years, I had quite a few losses. Um, so it definitely taught me that you know you have to value the time while you're here, which kind of goes back to, you know, what we talked about earlier and time and where you spend it and who you spend it with. Yeah. You only get so much time. Correct. Yeah. That money will come and go. People will come and go. But I mean, you know, that's still time we've had with these people. But it is important to be good stewards of our daily seconds and minutes and hours that we have. Exactly. Exactly. So the favorite quote that you live by? Um, Pick happiness because the only thing that you can ever control is your attitude. Mm -hmm. That, That is very true. Yeah. So true. I don't know where I, where I heard it. I wish I could remember, but it's definitely like people can take all the things from you. You know, they can take your house and your family. And the only thing that you, you have control over is how you're going to respond to that situation. Mm-hmm. So in raising my kids and just trying to tell them to pick happy. I know it's hard, but. And it's you know, Lauren Frager. You know, Lauren. Yeah. She's the CEO of Synapse Florida. So she has a very complimentary approach to that. She says to her kids, she says, make it a great day instead of have a good, great, good day, which is, you know, more about receiving. It's not as empowering when you make it a good day or you actually pick happiness. It's very proactive and it shows that these are choices. Yeah, exactly. You and Lauren should get together. We should. (laughs) Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You guys have very similar um, outlooks and she was a guest on my podcast also. Nice. Yeah. It dropped a couple of weeks ago. Okay. So most grateful for? Uh, My family. Mm. Definitely my family. My family, um, you know, my husband, my mom, my brother, they're the most supportive people in my life. Um, I live for my kids. Mm -hmm. They just make me happy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you know, something that's really funny is I had heard this on another show. Um, Somebody was talking about, you know, you, you know, you actually choose your family. And I've heard that many, many times, but it really resonated with me because if you're a person that doesn't have a lot of family, or maybe your family is gone and you're the sole person that's left, we can still pick who our family is and that says a lot because, you know, those are the people that are the closest to you. Yeah. It's your friendly. Yeah. Call it, our friendly. Yeah. Kind of like uh, friend giving. Yeah. Friends giving. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Very nice. So the uh, next question is who in your life has had the biggest impact and why? It can be more than one person, though, just in all fairness. Yeah. I would say um, definitely my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, she we didn't go to a regular doctor. We went to a homeopathist. Okay. Define that. So homeopathy is plant-based medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, so for instance, Arnica is a plant and there's an Arnica bomb. And if you hit yourself and you're going to get a bruise, you put Arnica on it and it makes you not bruise. Okay. What is that? Arnica. A-R-N-I-C-A, Arnica. I've never heard of that. It's amazing. Where do you get that? Uh, You can get it on Amazon now. 
Yeah, well, is foods. it in health stores? Yeah, if I I am not an Amazon fan. Okay. So you got to give me another choice. I yeah. I mean, like, I think they even sell it like at Target now. They have oh, it at really? Publix. Is it a vitamin? No, it's like a cream or a gel. So it's in the wellness area. Like- yes. But you can also get it in pellet form. And that's what the homeopathic medicines come in. They're like little bitty tablets. Um, and you would put them under your tongue and they dissolve into your body and heal you from the inside out. Is it like anise? I don't know what that is. Uh, licorice? Does it have that kind of a taste? Oh, no. No, no, no. It, it's like a sugar pill. Oh. A little sugar tablet is what, is what it tastes like. But like, so what is it healing in me then? <laughs> well, it depends on which one you use. Um, so Arnica, for instance, um, if my kids fall and hit themselves, mm-hmm. I'll give them a dose of Arnica because it's going to reduce the inflammation. Um, I ran into my husband's trailer hitch, like walked right into it. And I slathered Arnica on my knee and I didn't bruise. And I had done this before, like I don't know, a couple of years ago and I didn't have Arnica and my knee was purple. So I've seen it work. It's it's amazing. But there's also, for instance, pulsatilla is another one. And pulsatilla is when you have a head cold and you have all the green congestion coming out. My mom would always give us pulsatilla. If you're exhausted and you just have no energy, then it was Jocinicum. If you had these are all (laughs) names I've never heard of. And I'm reading right now about Arnica and I'm going, wow. And it's used for apparently skin and antibiotics and it can be, well, wait, it says it's unsafe when taken in the mouth, but this is the cream. Yeah. In all fairness, like, you know, don't take a cream. It's not for your mouth, but um, it's definitely says that it can reduce swelling, decrease pain and act as antibiotics. So can you, you put it on your screen. Your it says bruises yeah. that it can reduce that. I'm trying to say skin and cream at the same time, so it came out of scream. Um, but yeah, this is this is like totally new to me. You are throwing a lot of good things out there. What was this other name that you mentioned? It began with a J. Uh, Gelsinicum. Yeah. Oh, a G. Yeah. Yeah. So gelsinicum when, when we would get sick and if you, if you were tired, like just exhausted, like I'm just tired. I just want to lay down. Everything is like achy. She would always give us gelsinicum. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And you can get them at any like health store. Um, I know Whole Foods has them, Chamberlain's. How do you spell gelsinica? Oh. G E. I'm trying to G E L I. Oh, okay. I did S I N N I C I U M. Maybe spelling bee was never my strong suit. Yeah, we'll find it. We'll get it. We'll share that one too. Yeah, that one's a tricky one there. But is there a third one that you would? And I mean, they have them for everything. Like, yeah. Um, Ignatia was probably is probably one that I would highly recommend. It's I G N A T I A. I G N I T I A Nisha. Okay. I'm not, not sure. It's not showing up. It's not the Echa E C H one. That that's Echinacea. Yes. That's different. Okay. I'm confusing <laughs> it then. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell. Okay. Every week you need to have one of these little tips <laughs> up there going out because you're going to be educating so many people with all of these definitely products or holistic methods of, you know, healing that we didn't know about. I'm sure by reducing the inflammatory issues and using some of these other um, plant-based, I'm going to assume they are plant-based items, it can 
maybe even cure cancer. I don't know about that one, but I know that people that go through fasting, you know, intermittent fasting, and then totally removing all of the things that you're saying are bad for us. It has been really helpful to get into remission and just change. I think Susan Summers was one of those people. I think you're right. Yeah. That she totally yeah. shifted her whole, and that's how she overcame breast cancer. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe not all cancers. No, not all, know, but it, it kind of depends on the stage, it will right? 100% support your body, though. Mm. you know, and even for cancer recovery, you know, making sure that you're getting your, you know, enough leafy greens and, and the eating the rainbow. So I want to thank you for sharing all of those really great things. And your mother sounds like she was super wise having given you the gifts of, I don't think these are things that most people grow up knowing. No, definitely not. I mean, like she was always like nicknamed like the voodoo doctor or go see the witch doctor. And see oh, no. For you. So it, you know, I mean, she definitely caught a lot of slack for it, but yeah. she believed in it and I believe in it. She inspired um, my cousin who is a chiropractor. She's one I mentioned earlier, Karen Rahano, and she's in Chicago and her and I were talking and she's like, you know, your mom's really the one that like got me into all this because, you know, it's just about being more natural. And, and I think there's also a shift now, um, currently where people are trying to, to deep prescribe, they want to get off their medications it's, oh, yeah. it's, instead of just give me the pill. Now it's like, I want off the pill. What do I do? Mm -hmm. So that, that's definitely a movement. What would you want to be remembered for in your life? Being kind just being a good person, um, being helpful. My son's in scouts. So it's like all those scout things, like the you little know, pledge, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like a scout courteous, is <laughs> kind, obedient, cheerful, reverent, thrifty. You know them pretty uh, well. Brave. I don't know all of them. I always mess this up, but that's a majority. That's an really just, just being a good person, doing the right things and, and helping people and just making the world a better place. <laughs> well, this is where we're going to take a little break and acknowledge our sponsor, Cat5 Studios. The Intern Whisperer is brought to you by Cat5 Studios, who help you create games and videos for your training and marketing needs that are out of this world. Visit Cat5 Studios for more information to learn how Cat5 Studios can help your business. Thank you, Cat5 Studios. So we're now back to the second half of our show. We're going to talk about the future of jobs in the industries. What does 2030 look like? What do you think it's going to look like, Ashley? Oh, can only imagine mm. the way things are going with AI and, you know, it's like seven years from now, but if we don't count this year, we don't count, you know, the 2030 year, then it's five years away. And we used to think, oh, five years, like, what would it look like? But so much has changed in this last decade, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. AI, COVID, you know, things natural disasters and then just war wars and so much it's it's something that's really i think um worthy of pause and it makes me wonder what will 2030 look like i'm hoping mm -hmm. that 2030 is going to be way more peaceful than what it is now mm, i'm with you on that in in all areas um you know not just from a war standpoint but you know from an economy standpoint that things aren't so expensive and, you know, cost of food, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, like a bag of apples shouldn't be $6. 
Just I was appalled. <laughs> yes. I was buying something and I went, holy cow, when did that price, you know, become something that's, you know, almost close to $10? Yeah. Like oranges and things. Yeah. And I just went, holy cow. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So it makes me wonder what, um, you know, they've talked a lot about having foods that are uh, 3D printed. I saw this show called The Future Of. It's on Netflix. I know I didn't discuss this one with you before we had the show, but they talked about having um, 3D printed food where, you know, it could be meat substitutes or it's plant-based meat. And then, you know, boom, it's there. But they also talked about, and I thought this was so fascinating, um, your home would be growing vegetables in it. And the home, it's like almost live, like living in a tree house. There's these high rises, but they're covered with plants and there would be biologists. No, what did they call them? They were somebody, botanists maybe, that are there grooming the, the plants on there. And that's really where you're on your patio, you'd be growing your foods. And I'm going, food doesn't grow that fast. No, it doesn't. Radishes do in two weeks. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've grown a fair share of things, um, you know, but it's also like, what is it being grown in? Because there's the microbiome in the soil. Right. And, you know, there's, there's studies that back up if you're getting your hands dirty, you know, you're being exposed to more and more microbes, which yeah. it just helps your body. And I, I was actually watching the fantastic fungi on Netflix the other day. And it was no. talking about the mycelium that runs under where trees and plants like talk to each other under the soil through these vast systems. So I I don't know how those systems are going to grow up buildings, but I'd be curious to, to see. I'm looking for this. Now tell me again <laughs> what I'm looking for in Netflix, because this would be my fantastic fungi. Hmm. Fantastic fungi. There it is. I'm going to go make it a favorite just so you know. I only got like 25 minutes through it, so I haven't finished it yet, but but just talking about that, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's some really good things that are on Netflix that are about connectivity, us to the world, to the plants, to the birds, to, you know, the earth. And when you were saying that when you touch the dirt, that it actually, it's healthy, right? Mm -hmm. I went, okay, so that's why I've heard people say, well, they go walking barefoot. So they're actually connecting with the earth. Yeah, grounding. So a grounding practice, it, it actually helps to remove negative ions from your body. So, Holy you, cow. so you should really stand barefoot in the grass or, you know, in, in natural grass on the ground for like 15 minutes a day. And now they have like mm. grounding mats where you, where you can sleep with them. I know somebody who has one and he said it's the best sleep of his life. So what is a grounding mat? So you this put, sounds very <laughs> futuristic. So I like it's it. Kind of futuristic. So you just put it in your bed, but there's something in it that, that has that same effect of like laying on the earth, like laying on the ground. So it, does it, it have like the stuff. minerals and it's like encased in there? Or? I have no idea. Grounding. Grounding you gave me another thing. another thing to look into. Oh my gosh. But it helps to remove negative ions um, from your body. So it's like, uh, you know, you're exposed to a lot of things just in the environment, um, mold, spores air, you know, your okay. You're quality. totally changing my life. 
all for the better. I just want you to know, totally changing it. It's a lot of information. Yeah, it is. It's just really good because I went, wow, I've heard of some of this stuff, but I haven't heard of this mat that you can sleep on. I'm going, well, I wouldn't want that. That sounds like going camping. Yeah. And they have them like you can put them on your, like under your desk. So you can just like kick your shoes off and have a grounding mat. Okay. That's affordable. I'm going to go do that. Yeah. I think they're like 50 bucks. All right. On that place you don't like. And I'm going to see if it makes me feel any better. And then I'm going to report back to you. Do it. And I'll do it on your uh, Facebook like group. little experiment. Yeah. Yeah. We should, you know what? Okay. Not only should there be a challenge, a three-week challenge, now there should be a way that we can, um, hmm, what would I do? Like endorsements of, of things that you're doing. So you're, you're, I know you're loving this right now. I am. Yeah, I am. I'm yeah. going to take, I'm going to make some notes here. I hope you do. Cause like, I, 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 Isabella. yeah, <laughs> yeah. we need to have those little contests. We need to have um, incentives that we all give each other as, as you know, like here, here's a good product. Try this product out, you know, yeah. to make it like a game. Yeah. And that can be who your sponsors are. Uh -huh. Boom. Okay. So it's I'm just coming gonna, together. Yeah. It is all Give coming together. Yeah. yeah. I will. I'll, <laughs> I'll try on it. So we've, we've talked about the future of, and you've shared a really good show on Netflix. So I'm going to go look for the fungi. Fantastic fungi. Fantastic fungi for sure. And the ones that I also like are, um, I don't see any of mine that are here, but what is, what is the building one that you were watching? Um, that one is the future of the future it's called of. the future of, and if you watch it, you'll, they talk about dogs talking, they talk about AR, VR, they talk about, you know, how our food is going to be produced. They talk about, you know, how the plants will be, you know, being a part of the, the structure of the buildings that we live in. So it is more of a symbiotic relationship awesome. because you can't, we can go up it reminded me quite a bit of Avatar. I'm not going to lie. I'm sitting there going, this looks like Avatar. This looks like Avatar. You know, like all of those things that we see. But then there's also George of the Jungle. I'm going to throw that one in there because <laughs> it's just kind of fun. But, you know, it was it was a really, it was a good good set of a series of how we can see it. There's another one. I'll try and find it. It'll probably be later after we do this particular um, episode. But it was about connectivity. And I think it was called something like that. It was... They have these things called explained right now. I'm watching life on our planet and that one's, you know, very, very interesting, but they're all in the docu-series. That's why I, I tend to like those quite a bit. I'm still trying to find it while we're talking. Anyway, forget it back to the show. So, okay. Um, which do you want? You can pick one robots, AI, augmented reality, or vir virtual reality. What do you pick? Mm, none of the above. No, I don't know. Um, probably AI. Um, okay. It's, well, I don't know. It's kind of scary too. <laughs> it is. Did you see the special that was with Jeffrey Hinton on 60 Minutes? I did not. Oh my gosh. You got to go back and watch it. It was on October 8th. That was my birthday. So I remember Happy it. Birthday. Thank you very much. And Jeffrey Hinton, G-E-O-F-F-R-E-Y-H-I-N-T-O-N. He is the godfather and inventor of AI back in the 50s. And he has been developing, developing. And he now has said to people, I wish I had never invented it true quote, um, because if we don't become good stewards really quick, like now it will take humanity down. And it's very, very um, hmm, foreboding that the person that invented it is saying this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, it's not surprising. I mean, like I just heard about an, an AI um, solving a CAPTCHA 
So it's like, oh, well, if an AI can that's a little scary, then they can get into all of my personal information. So, and that's exactly what he said. Yeah, it can play havoc. It can shut down your ability to to bank. Yeah, to get a house. It can remove your health records. There's just like you become invisible. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like stealing your identity on steroids. Yeah. that's a really good good quote. I'm going to write that one down too. Okay. So since we're talking about AI, what ethical dilemmas do you see? Um, well, we just hit like some. All of them. Yeah, yeah, those that we just said. But there's there's stewardship, right, that we need to have. So, you know, just because we can use it doesn't mean we should. And where are the committees? I know that they're out there. Yeah, there there definitely needs to be more committees and there needs to be more laws around the development of some of these technologies. Yeah. Um, Laws and regulations. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I mean, if you look back like nuclear energy and nuclear energy was great until they made a weapon with it and then kill people. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it's, um, you know, there's, there's a movie with Will Smith where the robots take over. I think it's Mm -hmm. iRobot. Is that it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie. Now I'm going to go back and watch it too. Yeah. It was a long time ago, but I mean, it's it's coming it's here there are robots yeah we know they are yeah. because they're in restaurants in uh osceola county and Kissimmee. Yeah. there's robots that will bring your food to you at your table i've been told about those that are in the parks in california mm-hmm. there's um robotic dogs we know that you know they run the perimeter of um the walls that yeah. keep uh any of our potential aliens from coming in because then you don't need human guards. They don't need breaks. They don't need, you know, to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that humans can be totally replaced um, because of that stewardship, because of the emotional intelligence. So I think that that is another thing that needs to be in consideration too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, to me, all of what I think that we're talking about is that we need to be way more engaged than where we are. We shouldn't be passive in life. We need to be proactive and realize, you know, it's not about us, of course, you know, people that like you and myself that are people of faith know that we're here to serve. So we need to be the guardians, so to speak. Yeah. Of our galaxy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mic drop. (laughs) So um, what is the best mentoring advice that you want to share with our listeners? Um, I would say, don't be afraid to be yourself, Mm -hmm. be genuine and always ask questions. Those, those who don't ask, don't get. Mm. I I had a boss who, who would always say that. And I started telling my kids that because he's my oldest is a senior in high school. And uh, he's like, well, I don't want to ask. And it's like, well, if you don't ask, you don't get. So mm-hmm. you need to ask. What's the worst? What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. And that's that's another thing, you know, you think about what's the worst that could happen. They could say no. Okay. Well, if they say no, then what? Then it, it doesn't mean that that door is closing. It just means that it's opening the door for a better opportunity. Yeah, definitely. So how can our listeners contact you? I know a website, you know, we'll be able to post that out there later, but is LinkedIn the best way to connect right now? LinkedIn or Facebook. I do have a Facebook group called Pick Happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so and that is open to the public. I also have a Facebook page with my contact info there. Um, and that's at Pick Happy. Got it. All right. Well, I want to thank you for being a guest on the show. This has been, wow, I learned so much and I'm going to have to go back and spend a little bit more time like looking up some of the things that you've mentioned for sure. 
But um, thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been amazing. amazing. Very nice. So I really appreciate you taking the time to, to talk to me and uh, to let me speak to all of your people. Yeah. We want to thank our sponsor, Cat5 Studios, and thank you to our video production team, Gabe Laporte, Tommy Myers, Andrew Pagat, and Jalissa Hurtado. Our music is by Charles Lawrence Light. Visit Employers for Change at www.e4c.tech, which brings you this podcast to learn how you can create real diversity and inclusive culture while skilling your people for the future of work. Thank you for supporting The Intern Whisperer by subscribing to us on Podbean, our Employers for Change YouTube channel, or streaming from your favorite podcast channel.